Welcome to the Kingdom Culture Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this spirit-filled message that it blesses your week and brings you joy and perspective. To connect with us, hop on social media and for more information, head to kingdomculturechurch.com.au. The enemy chose the wrong church to mess around with. And I believe he's chosen the wrong leadership to mess around with. And we need to understand that. We're not here by accident or happenstance. Or That's what I normally do on a Sunday. I go to KCC. If the next best church comes along, I'll nip off to that. No, we're here for a purpose. I really do believe that, that you are called to this church. Otherwise, you wouldn't be sitting in here. You might be trying it out for the first time. No pressure. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is those who are committed here, we're committed here. So we should expect, because we are committed, we should expect the Holy Spirit to speak to us, give us something solid to go away with that we can chew on during the week. I don't believe we are called just to come and hear a load of stuff talking. I love talking. I love preaching. I really, really do. I, I, I feel like I've I, I really grown in that area of absolutely loving it. I love to worship. I love all these things. But we never, ever want to come just because we can do that. That's wonderful. But we need to realize God is intentional every Sunday that we are in here. There is never a Sunday that we have off. When we're in here, we are not taking the day off. We're actually going, I come here because it is my joy to go up to the house of God. Now, I need to get back on target. So, they didn't reckon on Casey. John 4. I want to talk this morning. I want to give you six points about sharing your faith. Why? This is Palm Sunday. Next week, we have our Outreach, outreach Sunday. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Why? Because you are going to make it amazing. Now, the Holy Spirit will do his work, but we are his work on the earth. Do you believe that? So how does the kingdom come? We manifest, express, show the kingdom in every area of our life, wherever we go. Amen? Okay, I don't have time to work you up. I'm not going to work you up. John 4. Jesus knew all about expansion. We are in expansion years. He was saying to the woman at the well, which is John 4, this day the kingdom of heaven has come to you. Now that should get us excited. I want to go through John 4 a little bit. Now you, like me, you can look at wrong things. You can look at wrong things. Last night I went to bed, got into bed about half past ten. For some reason, I looked at my bank account, I looked at a bank account, and I couldn't get to sleep. I was like really concerned about it. And I was like, you know, it's ridiculous because you're going, well, I can't do anything for the morning anyway. Um, you know, nothing's going to change overnight. But your head's going, wow, 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 wow. So I get that. We can be looking at all the wrong things. How many, there's a lot of people away sick today. Get your eyes off those that are sick, get your eyes on those that are here. Now, we love the people that sit, we'll pray for them, bless them, Lord, right now, I'm not being facetious. But we're here. We are here. So stop thinking about who's away, or who's away on holiday. Yes, they're away on holiday, but we're here. So the Holy Spirit wants to speak to us. I don't know why, but I'm going to go here. If you're grumpy here today, and every now and then, I actually, I can count on two fingers how many times I've been really grumpy at church. Occasionally, we feel a bit grumpy. Anyone relate? Remember that liars don't inherit the kingdom? Anyone ever get grumpy at church with people? Yeah, only five of you. Okay, well, I'm, gonna drop, I'm not going to push it any further. Hey, so we get our nose out of joint. I'm surprised how many people get their nose out of joint for months. 
This is the day to get your nose, let Jesus push your nose back in place. Really, get your eyes off yourself and your silly little problems. Now, hear my heart. You know I've got a very kind heart. So get your eyes off your problems. Get your eyes on what are we going to do about a lost world? What are we going to do about people that are going to hell? What are we going to do about the people in our circle who need to know Jesus? They don't know they need it. We're pushing back against a society that says, you don't need Jesus, you don't need anyone else. You are God. And you are your way. You are your truth. You are your life. And Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. What are we going to do about it? You won't do a thing if your nose is out of joint with your brothers and sisters. So please, get it back in joint and get your eyes back on what the goal is. Hey, it's not about being off with people in church and getting your own way. It's about actually getting our life, God's life, the kingdom, out onto the streets, inviting people here next week. So, big, I've got to get on target. I've already gone minus eight. I don't believe it. That's not true. Could you give me, put six minutes up there, please? Number one, point number one, break through the barriers. If you're a note taker, which you should be, write these down. If you don't write notes, I'm very, very happy to make these notes available to you because I want you to take them seriously because we're going to do this year on year. I believe God, I want to declare this over our church, I believe God has called us to be very outreach focused, evangelist, focused, not just at Easter, but at particularly at Easter. So next year, we will be building up the week before Easter, the month before Easter, talking about sharing our faith, how we go into that. But we need to understand Easter is a huge focus in the church. It really, really is. People actually, are the, are the mo- at Christmas and at Easter, they're, they're most reflective. They're at their most, what is life all about? Break through the barriers, point one says, Jacob's well was there, John 4, 6. And Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. Number one, there was a physical barrier. Jesus was tired. There was an inconvenience barrier because he was on the way to somewhere else. There was an emotional barrier. You know, we can have in our sharing, in our outreach, in what I'm asking you to do next week, what I'm feeling the Holy Spirit is asking us to do is share our faith between now and next Sunday. Share our faith with people. Let's be intentional about inviting people. Now, there will be physical barriers. We feel tired. We feel whatever it is, a busy week. We've got Easter. We've got family. Jesus pushed through that barrier. We need to push through that barrier. Push through the inconvenience barrier. The emotional barrier, it's important to you. You get emotional about your faith. You should. You should get emotional and that feeling of what Jesus has done in your life. Am I getting an amen or are you busy writing? You should get excited about what Jesus has done in your life. And therefore, you should actually go, this is really important to me. I need to help you understand why this is important to me. There's psychological barriers. How will they receive this? Will they think I'm crazy? Will they reject me? Totally get that. Personal barriers. They'll think I'm a Jesus freak. Or what, they're one of those, you know. Conversational barrier. You see, all it takes is one conversation. He asks for a drink from the woman and he starts a conversation. And that's so important. Let me give you, I'm not just going to give you what you, you know, what this looks like. I want to give you an action plan as well with each point. 
So what you should do, write out your personal barriers to verbally sharing with others. What's your, is it just fears? Is it nervousness? Fear of how they will see you? Doubts over if they'll be receptive? Here's what we need to do. Bring it before God in prayer this week and ask for peace, timing, and boldness to believe in this being that person that you're talking to's moment of grace. Can we agree to do that? Let me ask something. I forgot to do this. It's not a trick question. Can you share your faith this week? Okay, put your hand up if you can share your faith this week. It's not exactly. No, I'm not letting you get away with that. Can everybody's hand should be up? Can you share your faith? Now this is an English lesson as well. Can you share your faith? Yes. Every hand up. Every hand down. Will you share your faith? Is a different question. Now I'm looking at you, so you're going. Oh, I better put my hand up because the pastor's looking. But will you share your faith? Because if you will, make a commitment to do that. Just not in here while everyone's looking at you, going, "Oh, they're amazing." Just do it. Okay. Now, point two: love to listen. She said to Jesus, "You are a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink?" And then, um, yeah. The next ones are pretty quick. We love, therefore we listen. We have to be great listeners because we need to answer the question that people are asking. So, because Jesus listened to her, he was able to meet her needs. He, he knew about her five husbands and the one that she was living with. Is Jessica Rose still here? In the, where is she? Could you? Oh, of course. Could you just come and stand here, please? Sorry to make it. Just face the congregation. Thank you. So Jesse Rose was in a conversation with me this morning. And in my head, I was going, I don't know why, but I thought, oh, she's wearing a Harley Davidson T-shirt. Because it looks like that, doesn't it? It's meant to look like that, I believe. Then I thought, actually, though, it doesn't actually say that. Thank you very much. <laughs> my point is, see what is before you, not what you perceive to be before you. So the people that you meet with, see them for who they are. Stop trying to ram Jesus down their throats and start talking to them about how Jesus impacted your life because the same way Jesus impacted your life is the way he'll impact their life. That should give us great confidence. See the person before you, not what you think. Don't see a product. Don't see a person who needs Jesus. I mean, you do need to see that. But see them as a human being that loved, touched by the love of God. Amen? Action plan. Off to have lunch with someone, have a meal with someone, drop round to a neighbor's, whatever it takes. Um, listen to what's going on in their lives and see if God gives you an open door for an in- invitation to the Easter service. Yes? Good. Three, talk about life. Talk about real life. Go and get your husband. Jesus told her, I don't have a husband. The woman replied, Jesus said, you're right. You don't have a husband. You've had five husbands. So the woman said, you must be a prophet. So tell me, why is it that Jews insist that Jerusalem is only the place of worship? It goes on like that. Don't talk about religious things. Talk about real life. How did Jesus get your attention is how he will get their attention. This is so true. He talked about real life. He didn't go, oh, in the end, you will see four white horses coming and they will be golden, there'll be golden stirrups and I will be riding on one and Moses on another and Elijah on another. And I mean, she'd have gone, 
yep, but I'm thirsty and I need something and you're not giving it to me. You're giving me a thing, a speech, a whatever. He gave her exactly what she needed. We have the Holy Spirit. We can do that. We know that God wants to walk with us in our real life. So let's get the message out there to people that he wants to walk with them in their real life. So my life hasn't changed. I mean, it's changed an awful lot. But I'm still doing life. My bank account gets dodgy at times. My marriage I work at because you're meant to work at your marriage. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not the best father all the time, so I work at being a good... So life happens to me. It's not, you know, it's, it's bumpy like yours. But the truth is... It doesn't just change it. But when you've got Jesus in the center, it just begins to make sense. And we know that. But let's help other people to understand. Life begins to make sense when you have Jesus in it. Speak about things that are relevant, not spiritual. Spiritual ease. Spiritual ease. A spiritual language that they won't understand. Talk about all the things going on in your life, not just the good things. This is your action plan. Talk about all the things... Maybe go along to, if you're not going to a small group, I can't remember whether they're on this week, doesn't really matter, but just Kimmy Craig, if you could stand up, Caleb and Jasmine, if you could stand up. These guys can get you into a a small group if you're not connected. Thank you very much. But we practice in our small groups talking about real life and inviting Jesus into our real life. Invite someone along to a small group. They'll see real life in practice, not just us talking about it. Number four, give an invitation. Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who you're speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. Jesus invites the woman to experience something she has never experienced before. The boldness of invitation. And it wasn't something that was a million miles away from what she was talking about, you notice. He was saying, I will give you water. She was talking, going there to draw water. So he, he connected with her where she was exactly where she was and she gave he gave her the invite to drink new water think of new ways this week action plan think of new ways that you can share an Easter invitation put up a yard sign post something on social media choose at least one new way to let people know about Easter services this year will you do that will you do that church thank you Get joy, number five. Get joy. Jesus said, later on in the story, he said, I have got food that you know not of. After that, he'd been dealing with it. He said, I've got food. He was talking about having a, a, a secret place that he went to with God that fed him. Do you have a secret place that feeds you? Yes, you do. Could we please get excited about the gospel and our Easter service as we do about chocolate, the Easter bunny, and a long weekend? The Easter long weekend is like a holy cow to the Australians. I don't know whether you realize that. Do not touch my Easter weekend because that's when I always go away or that's when I... Now, you you might feel I'm having a go. I'm totally not. I'm just saying, could we actually understand the impact that the Holy Spirit has set us up for into our region because of the Easter service that is coming? action plan. Keep a journal about your conversations and about the invitations that you've sent out to attend the Easter service and continue to pray over the people you have talked with and write about how God answers your prayers. He does, you know. He 
Excuse me. God answers prayers. Oh, that was pathetic. God answers prayers. Listen, guys, when you were lost and down and dead, he answered your prayer of life. We have to stir ourselves up. Really, I'm talking to myself. We have to stir ourselves. This is life and death. We have to stir ourselves up. He answers prayer. If we are even the slightest bit like, eh, really, you're going to pass that on to people? God answers prayer. Eh, come on. He does. Number six, finish last one. Expect God will work. Many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because the woman, she went back to the thing and said to the village, he told me everything that I ever did. Action plan. What is your expectation this week? So we haven't had a great big build-up to Easter because of the album and all of that. What's your expectation this week? Can we readjust just for this week and concentrate on how we're going to do this? Yes, I'd love to see this place packed out with people. And it's great if you're going to bring your family members to remember Jesus because there is a remembrance side to it. But how amazing would it be if these empty seats that are here and the ones that we lay out for the extra are filled with those who don't know Jesus Christ. That is our aim. That's our goal. Really, it's, it's great to have an aim and a goal, but we are the answer to that aim and goal. We are the answer. We are the answer. Can you see people being set free in this church? Let me. I, do you see people being set free in this church? Do you, KCC, see people being set free in this church? If you do then you should be inviting people and saying, you can get set free at our church. You can get set free in the living room, pray for them then and all that. But he can certainly do it here as well. How did you get free? Wasn't that impossible? Think about it. It was impossible. But Jesus did it. I was a 13-year-old snotty kid with depression and really bad attitude problems. And the closest I'd ever come to faith was I asked for a Bible when I was 12 for Christmas. Who does that when you're 12? And I read bits of it. And then I got two black rabbits and named them Ruth and Boaz. I mean, what? that's a weird teenager. But God was doing something in my life. There are people out there that God is doing something in their life. People in here that God's doing something in, your, in their life as well too. But the truth is, it was impossible for us, but God moved the, made the possible, impossible possible. There was a mountain to prevent us, but Jesus moved the mountain out of the way. He came running to us, and there are people out there that need to hear the gospel this week and on Sunday coming. Take time this week to thank and praise God in advance for the lives that will be touched next Sunday. I know I've gone a long time. Can you share your faith and invite. Will you share your faith and invite? That's the big difference. Now, we've got some brochures that are, should be on here. Thank you. They're actually leaflets, flyers. And what we're going to do in a moment, we're going to worship with the last song. And these are, these are great great um, yeah, invitations to the service. Now, this is a piece of paper. They just represent the invite of your heart. So what we're going to ask you to do this morning, as we sing the last song, I'd like you to come forward out of your seat when you feel to, and just pick up some. Now, 
maybe you could take 20 and just put them in the letterbox in your street. If you do that, pray over the letterbox. This is a, such an easy way to share your faith. You know, yeah, be direct in sharing our faith as well. Now, please, I have taken the liberty of making an aeroplane out of one of these. It's a flyer. Yes, somebody said that. It was Candice first. She copyrighted it. Please don't do that with them. If you're not going to use them, don't take them. It's a step of faith. So this is like us saying, you know what, God? I believe you're going to use this. So you come forward when we worship. Take 10, 20, 30, whatever. So, but don't waste them. I don't care so much about the money. Of course, we care about money. But it's more the attitude is, you know what? I'm going to use it. I see this as a tool I am going to use. And my final thought in closing is, Jesus has given you, personally, an invitation, hasn't he? To be a believer, to live with him, to ha- and you invited him into your heart. But the invitation doesn't stop with you. This is the wonderful thing. It says, go out. You go and invite others to the wedding. You go out and invite others to the kingdom. Don't be a selfish invite. So I'm happy that I'm in, but actually I want others to be available and invited in. So we have to understand that the invitation is not limited to us. The invitation is for everyone. Amen? So we're going to stand together and worship. You feel forward, Feel free to come forward. We'll have these out again tonight. But you feel free to come forward. I'm going to put some over here. That's great. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Jess.